Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and for the last time from Kalia Lanzarotian this year. Now the last two podcasts you've heard we recorded whilst on holiday on Lanzarote with uh, Nick Ball and Mike Cliff-Jones. And when we got back we were looking on Twitter at uh, what's been going on while we've been gone and we came across a new account called Outdoor Lanza. And Outdoor Lanza is an account from Andrea Hitchcock who is joining me on the phone this time with Skype. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, it's a shame we, we found out too late about the site or we'd have given you a ring while we are actually out there. Um, so how long have you lived on Lanzarote yourself? Um, I've been here for almost 12 years now. 12 years, so and, um, you, you told me that you lived in La Santa. Now I assume that most visitors to the island who go on package deals and maybe... I don't know, stay put Del Carmen or somewhere and go for, for a bus trip, they won't really know where that is. So would you like to tell the listeners where approximately that is and how they can sort of visualise that in relation to the other places that they might know? Yeah, I mean, it's where people go to Timanfaya, which is where the national park where the volcanoes are. Um, if you drive straight through Timanfaya in a northerly direction, um, and then you head down towards the coast, the Santa is actually on, on the north of the island. It's actually a surfing, surfing village. So it's, a, it's a village. I've, I've seen sort of sports club is out there as well somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's right. Club de Santa is also based down here as well. Yeah. And your site is called Outdoor Lanzarote, correct? That's right. Yeah. So, uh, and I've seen the contents. You're, you're talking about uh, walking around Lanzarote, and I'm sure most people go there and... I don't know, they either lay on the beach or they go around the uh, various tourist attractions. The last thing they think about is probably going for a walk in the hot sun. So exactly, what, yeah. So what gave you the idea to start documenting the, these walks around, I don't know, the coastlines and the volcanoes and, and things you've done up to now? I think because we do a lot of walking ourselves over here. Um, and when I was talking to people, holiday makers as well, who, help, who were here on their holiday... Um, it was a case that it's something they'd never actually thought about doing themselves. Um, and talking to them, it's just the case that they're looking through the, the bus or the car windows and they're not actually seeing a great deal of the island. They're just seeing, obviously, the, the touristy places. Um, and it's a case of encouraging people to actually get out of the, the tourist routes, put on some, some trainers or some walking shoes, and actually have a look into the, the heart of the island and see what they've got to offer here as well. There's lots to see, plenty to see for people to look at. <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter actually, when we were out, she said she'd like to look into a volcano. And, um, and I was thinking, yeah. yeah, where do you do that then? You know, where do you look into one? But I've, I've seen your post about the, I've forgotten what it was called, that's a kilometre wide, where you can yeah, walk all, all the way around Blanca. the rim. Yeah, that's correct, Caldera Blanca, which is one of the first ones that I wrote about, um, because it's quite an easy route. Um, it's one of the, the most famous ones people to, like say, walk around in the crater, um, and it's quite well marked, so people can't get lost on that one. It's basically a case of up and around and back down again, but the views from the top of that particular volcano are very, very good. Mm. Um, and like, it, it's the, the widest crater that we have here on the island. It's very, very impressive. Okay, I'll put it on my list for next time. But, uh, and, <laughs> and obviously bring my hike boots with me, so do, do people <laughs> really... Do really, pe- yeah. Do really, yeah, to pe- do people really take their shoes on? You know, hike boots, sturdy shoes on holiday. Or I think, well, walkers do. I don't think it's obviously something most most tourists would think about bringing. But obviously, if they do get to see the site and get to read some of the walks, 
and it would hopefully encourage them to actually bring their shoes or their boots and come and have a walk whilst they're here. Hmm. Okay. And what sort of response have you had? The site's been online since about, was it the end of September, middle of September? Yeah, yeah, it, it's been in the early days. Um, I mean, obviously I'm having people comment, but it usually it's friends or family or, for instance, they're the people who are on my course. Um, so I think I obviously need to progress now with regard to publicising a little bit more. Um, but I was a little bit reluctant for my tutor of the course to actually put it on his site and promote it too soon because I wanted to make sure that I had enough content on there for people to look at, as opposed to me just having one or two walks on there and they'd yeah. probably have a look and then not come back for a while. Yeah. So I'd rather yeah. get some content on there first, um, which is my, my next aim is to probably put another walk on there this weekend um, and then get it publicised properly. But it, it, it's walking at the moment. The idea behind it is called the Outdoor Lanzarote because I didn't just want to onus on, on walking because eventually the walks will run out um, there aren't hundreds on the island so of course once the walks are finished I intend to then do posts about other outdoor activities whether it's mountain biking or, or kayaking or surfing but um, there's so many things that you can do here, diving and, and such like so plenty more to write about once the walks have finished ok yeah. ok so how We'll stay with the walking for a moment, because obviously that's what's in the content. How dangerous is it to actually walk around the island? Because I remember reading something about um, that um, parts of the island are actually hollow under the lava. And there are, yeah, I mean, it is, it is dangerous to sort of go off the beaten track completely. Um, the, the walks that I do, they are, they are on tracks. It's not a case of taking people across, you know, scraping like volcanoes and very, very sharp areas. Um, obviously, the, the volcanic rock over here is extremely sharp. Um, it's like, almost like coral, I suppose. So the, the hikes that we do do are, like I say, on, on tracks or, or layered, um, sort of worn down yeah. lava. Um, so it's not dangerous per se to, to follow the routes that we're doing um, they, because uh, of course I go out and do them myself first to document them and I'm not going to <laughs> go tottering <laughs> over it's too dangerous okay. are, they, are, they, are these paths being marked out then by the, I don't know, by the, sort of the local council or are they just sort of trodden down over the years no there are a couple of official walks that, that do have marker posts um, but the majority of them are walks that have been carried out by pre you know, people previously. Um, so the, the trails have been worn down slightly. So um, I'm not going out gallivanting into the middle of nowhere. Um, I do follow a route. Mm. So get <laughs> where, do you, where do you get the ideas for? I mean, do you just sort of think, do you look on the map and work out where you could go? or? Um, it, initially, when I first started walking, I was doing it with my boyfriend, um, and he had walked quite a lot himself on the island, um, and so he was the one that sort of took me onto to trails and routes that I hadn't seen before, um, and then obviously because I have done them previously now, it's a case of going back and retracing my footsteps, and actually making notes this time as to, to giving directions to people. And documenting them, yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I've got the same. I've, I've done a couple in Germany on, on all things German, and... You know, there are some that I've done years ago, and I'd like to go back there now document them. But obviously, when I go anywhere now, I take the camera, I take everything with me, and yeah, listen, I take the camera now as well, so I can take photographs and put those on the blog too, so people can actually sort of have a look at what they should be looking out for um, with regard to markers or landscapes or whatever, so people can sort of identify with the photos to where they're walking. Yeah, yeah, go with a camera this time. Yeah. 
<laughs> and have you got a favourite? You, you got a favourite walk? Uh, yeah, either on the site or one that's coming up, or you know, what's your favourite <laughs> bit of the island to walk along? The the favourite one isn't actually on there at the moment. It's in the north. It's up near Haria, um, which is an island in the in the north. Um, very very pretty and very green. Uh, lots and lots of palm trees. Yeah, very so cur- that, very curvy roads. I seem to remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So um, that would be one. Of, I think one of my favourites because then I I walk actually up to the the Risco of Thamara, which is the cliffs behind Thamara Beach, mm-hmm. um, and get a fantastic view down onto the beach, and you can see across into La Graciosa, which is the neighbouring island. So that one will be coming up within probably the next two or three weeks, because I should imagine I'll try and get that one on there too, because the weather is better now, um, and so obviously I want to be able to go up there and take photographs without it being too hazy. Yeah. So we've got a nice blue yeah. sky at the moment, so I think it's going to be one that I'll do now. Plus the fact it's cooling down a little bit as well, because walking in the summer is quite uncomfortable. Um, well, it has been quite hot, but it's slightly cooler now, so it's, it's more pleasurable to go out and walk. Okay. Do, do you meet a lot of people out there? I mean, do you meet, meet no. people on, on the, you know, on the paths? <laughs> no, not really. It seems to be just the us. <laughs> us and the occasional boat. Boat? Yes, goat. Goat, sorry. sorry. The occasional goat. <laughs> but no, so, no, I was just sort of thinking, it's not like, you know, there's, there's some places you walk here and you never see a soul, and other places you walk along and you think everybody's come out for the Sunday afternoon. Exactly, yeah. We went on holiday to Madeira last year, and it was the, the same sort of thing there. Some of the tracks were very, very busy, because of course you get busloads of people um, going down the same track as you. But Madeira also is a place that you can get off the beaten track, and there's some lovely walks over there. But Lanzarote, it's, it's quite quiet when it comes to walking. Aren't many people out there at the moment. They're all on the beach, I think. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just a possibility, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so last of the question, how's your German? <laughs> um, with a German boyfriend, it's actually probably a lot worse than it should be. Ah. Not very, <laughs> very good. <laughs> okay, where does he come from then? Um, he, he comes from down near the, the French border. Black Forest. Yes, that's a very, very pretty Went there on holiday in, in the summer and it was very, very nice. Went down to Bavaria too and it's very, very pretty. So you're learning German? Um, at the moment I'm sort of still concentrating on my Spanish. Okay. <laughs> and then I'll probably concentrate on the German after that. But no, Spanish I think is, is more important for me at the moment, um, obviously being, being living here. Well, in the air, although I've, you know, I remember Lanzarote, the, uh, English, German and Spanish can be uh, useful languages. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I tend to, I mix and match the three. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit like, like Spinglish, I think, at the moment for me. Spinglish, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, if you do decide to, we've got another podcast for learning German, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put that on my to-do list as well, then. Okay. Yeah, okay, well, thanks for talking to me. Thank um, you very much. I don't suppose you've uh, you've heard the other podcast, so you know that normally if I was sitting with you, I'd be giving you an all, uh, a Monday podcast coffee mug. <laughs> it's a bit difficult. Yeah. It's a bit difficult on Skype. So what I'm going to suggest, if you send me your address, I'll find mm-hmm. some way of packaging the mug and sending it to you. I've got to work out how yet, but uh, it, it survived the suitcase all the way out last time, so it should okay. man- it should manage to survive a parcel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will send you my address then. You send yeah, send me an email. Okay, so just to, just to recap for all the listeners, if you want to visit the site, it's, the address is? Outdoorlanzarote.com No www. 
www.outdoorlanzarotti.com in uh, English. Then. Yes. Okay. But you could, of course, you could get your boyfriend to translate it into German and have a DE domain. <laughs> Yeah, com at the moment, just dot com at the moment. Okay. <laughs> we do the same. I do com. My wife translates it all into German and puts it on DE. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that was the last podcast from, or we're connected with Lanzarote this year. We should be moving across to German Christmas markets in the forthcoming week. So join us again for another Monday podcast. Until then, bye. This was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden, 61440, Oberosel, Germany. To leave a message in the blog or to join the forum, please visit www.themondaypodcast.com.